Morning, gentlemen. Welcome back. Coming to you live from the Summerton Community College of Summerton, Philadelphia. We are continuing over here with Maral and Shuva, Nasiva Shuva, Nasiva Oilam, Perik Bays. Coming to you a beautiful Friday morning, Arab Shabbos Kodesh. And uh, we are on the right hand column towards the bottom on page Kufnun Aleph over here. Seven lines from the bottom by the period in the Ram, uh, the Maral, rather. Maral is discussing. Why it is that Reb Lezer tells his Talmidim, repent one day before you die, as opposed to saying, repent every day, repent every day, do truth every day. So we went through one approach, we developed over the last few days, the depths and the insights that the Maral is giving us about how Tshuva does not need to be a long, protracted, arduous, difficult and daunting ongoing process but one solid day of tshuva can really erase a lifetime's worth of averes if it's done properly if it's done the right way we talked about the power wash we talked about the perspective on tshuva and the perspective on ourselves maral has some more ideas over here more interesting insights up his sleeve as he usually does and says to maral some other ideas why Riblezer phrased his statement in that way as opposed to do true every day. But over here is alluding to an incredible idea, says the says the Maral, an astounding idea. An astounding idea when it was just a little bit uh, 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 sobering, perhaps. A sobering idea. Sometimes it's Kadai to sober up. Right, and Maral says an idea which is, which is one of these ideas, uh, idea that puts life a little bit more in, in sharper and clearer perspective. The Iker Shuva says the Maharal, the Shuva to, to really um, put your money in is the Shuva that a person does. The person that a, the Shuva that a, that a person does. But he is, he or she are a little bit closer to the end of the road, the end of the line. When death is imminent, as opposed to tshuva being a very long time before a person expires. Certainly, a person should always be, be doing tshuva, but the ikr tshuva, the primary tshuva, and the tshuva that that really is the game-changing tshuva is the one that a person does close to the point of of petira. Is that why is that? The Maral advances another one of Maral's very deep thoughts over here, deep ideas with us. When a person is nearing the end of the line, when he's close to his point of petira by 120, as he approaches the 120 year mark, he is further along that journey and in a more uh, appropriate place to return to God. As the Maral has been showing us this entire time, as we began these discussions, when we began this parak of Nesivat Shuvah, we saw from the get-go that real tshuva, proper tshuva, and, and effective tshuva is all about reuniting with Hashem. Is all about reworking my relationship. Not about stopping to do averas. It's not about 
ceasing from bad behavior, a cease and desist, it is very much linked to the idea that the Maral shared with us, the opening opening uh, few lines of this parak, which is charata, remorse, and realizing and recognizing that my Averis just put me in a bad place. My Averis created a lifestyle for me which is very much removed from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, very much distant from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's not good, not good to be distant far away. Tshuva at its essence is reuniting with Hashem, realigning my, myself with Hashem, not just a cessation of doing Averis. So if it's reuniting with Hashem, a person is much more capable of reuniting with Hashem when he is closer to reuniting with Hashem. Said differently, okay, to, to, to expand on this idea a little bit more, existence in this world involves a necessary separation from God. Existence in Eilam Hazeh. Our existence in this world involves a required, necessary, but almost regretful separation from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, a distancing from Hashem. Hashem is Hashem is holy, His name is holy, everything about Him is holy. Hashem has no inherent connection or, or existence in the realm of physical, the concrete, material world. This is an existence that Hashem created, so to speak, outside of, us, outside of Himself to give us the ability to face challenges, to be tested, to be tried. Yes, it's true. And the only way to earn our Olam Haba, as we've seen in so many places, in so many different areas and discussions, the only way to earn our Olam Haba is to go through this world. But at the same time, when you go through this world, there is a necessary distancing between us and the Rebbe Shalom. Kaddish Baruch Hu is removed from this world. He's removed from the temptations and the trials and tribulations of the world of, of Gashmi. So life, being alive, involves a necessary separation from Hashem because we have to inhabit a body which is necessarily separate from Hashem, a body that is interested, can be interested in Averis, that can have a tendency to sin, is capable, even the fact that this is a body that's capable of sinning, that's already a necessary distancing and an and, and a, um, unavoidable barrier between us and Hashem, the fact that we inhabit a body which is in opposition to God. That is something that can create a certain wedge and does create a certain wedge in the ability to do a full tshuva. Full tshuva means reuniting with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, realigning myself with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Our existence has a tendency to, to, to get in the way of it and, and necessarily does provide and present a little bit of a barrier. When a person is on his way out, and this is where the Maral is coming from, when a person is on his way out, when he's close to the point of expiration, when the Malach Amavis, his arrival is nigh, when death is imminent, when he gets close to that point, again, after 120, we're talking about something that's not going to happen to any of us for a very, very long time. But when that point is imminent, a person is capable of doing a tshuva, and is, is, it's appropriate for him at that point to do tshuva, that, that is a different kind of a tshuva than he does over the course of his lifetime on a daily basis, on a yearly basis. Lefikach, therefore, imshav kaidem misasai, if he takes advantage of the moments and imminent when it, when 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 that point is imminent, so when he gets approaches that point of expiration of misa, he does a, a, a solid and serious tshuva. Then he 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 locks it in, and he's engaged in a solid and serious tshuva. That point before death, then he is with his death. 
achieving a complete return to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Liyos neshmasoi tzrura udevuko imashem isbarach to allow his neshama as his neshama uh, leaves the body and as his neshama seeks uh, its next destination. He is putting himself in a place where his that that destination will be. Um, bound and connected with the Rebbeinu Shalaylam. Vizayadua says the Maharal. This is something which is known and established. He means that, in, in, based on the Sifrei Kabbalah, based on uh, the the you know the mystical writers of the mystics, this is something that is born out over there as well. Period. Um, What's the explanation for that? The explanation is, as we just said, Shuv is all about returning to Hashem, and when a person is in, in, in the in the vibrant stages of his life, when he's very much connected to life, there's always going to be a certain amount of of um, distancing that life itself necessarily cre- creates between him and Hashem. Right. That, that's maybe I asked them the wrong way that's my whole point is that if they're involved in the whole life and they have plenty of time to go shouldn't they get quote unquote more brownie points for doing tshuva before the end of their life the, for that's sure like the last there's two different ideas and he's, and he's about to he's about to return so what is he saying that we shouldn't be doing tshuva anymore so just, just wait, let's just wait till we bet or about die of course not he, he's again he's let's not misunderstand this he's not telling you you should wait till you should only do tshuva then no, not at all not. he's but coming to explain the statement of Reb Lezer Reb Lezer was focusing on the day of death why is death being mentioned over there in terms of tshuva so he's Miles coming to make a point that there is something about the tshuva that a person does prior immediately prior to his death that cannot be done over the course of a person's lifetime. And certainly, entire life should be busy with Juven. And, and that's the Pasuk Shlomo Melech in, in Mishlei, that Shlomo Melech said that he's about to return to. That's, that's something he has to address. Brandy points of how do you get? And Tshuva, certainly you do. But he's just coming to explain what the advantage is of Tshuva immediately prior to death over Tshuva not immediately prior to death. No, that's what he's coming to explain. To me, it seems like he's saying that you get more brownie points prior to death. Than not about brownie sure. points. Not about brownie points. It's about effectivity, uh, efficacy. It's about how 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 will this work? Not about brownie points. So you're saying it's less effective to do true true throughout your lifetime than right before death? So they're not you, but that's what Mara is explaining. Yes, there is something that Shuva can accomplish right before death that it does not have the same ability to accomplish during a point of a person's lifetime, because over the course of a person's lifetime, it's a fascinating idea. But over the course of a person's lifetime, he is still constantly in, in a vehicle which creates a necessary barrier between him and Hashem, and that, that's his body. So that puts a necessary barrier, even if it's a subtle one, but it's there, it's there, and being that Shuva is not just about stopping to do affairs, Shuva is about reuniting with Hashem, there's always the physicality that I have, the the, the bodily existence that I have is always going to be a little bit in the way. Happens in the way. My tshuva can't be a full tshuva to put me in a state where I can have a total reunion with Hashem because at the end of the day I'm still very much vibrant, very much active, very much alive, very much inhabiting a body that is in a little bit opposition with Hashem. Right before a person's death, he is saying goodbye to that body. He's parting ways with that body. He's bidding farewell to that body. That, that interference, interference is on the way out. That puts a person in a position to do a tshuva, which is total reunion with Hashem, total 
bonding with the Kodesh Baruch Hu, and that tshuva allows Neshama on its way out to be through the book of the Now this is why you find that there's something brought down, there's something that's called the tshuva l'shchemeira. Tshuva that a person does Rachman on his deathbed. It's there, it's out there. Again, these are morbid thoughts. Yes, these are unpleasant, gloomy types of things to think about. When right now we're thinking about Shabbos Kodesh, we're thinking about going to the mikvah, we're thinking about we're thinking about um, shopping for Shabbos, the white dip. We're thinking about all kinds of things right now. So to bring this in it is a little bit gloomy, but you know, it is El is a time to be serious. El is time to sober up. Um, it's okay to think about these things occasionally. Again, Hashem should grant all of us, Mir Hashem, long life and healthy long life till 120 each and every one of us. But for the time, for on a theoretical level, Marel's explained something in a very clear way. On a theoretical level, in any case, which is um, the efficacy of the tshuva that's done immediately prior to death is different and stronger, more powerful than the tshuva the person does over the course of his lifetime. Now, we, we, we don't want to rush things. You know, we want to wait till we get there, till 120 through that tshuva, and we'll take we'll take the shracha tshuva in the meantime. We're okay with that. We'll take life together with the the tshuva that's one notch below that. But the Maral's objective over here is to explain the statement of Rebbe Lezer. Rebbe Lezer's statement was Shuv Yom Echad Mishascha, Do Tshuva right before you die. Why is he stressing and focusing on death? Because again, there's something about Tshuva right before death that cannot be accomplished when a person is healthy and hale and vibrant in life. Now, what about the other Pasuk that he quoted? He quoted a Pasuk from, from this sort of stance question. He did quote a Pasuk from Mishlei that said, you, your clothes should be sparkling and, and, and clean. You should be squeaky clean every single day. Every day you should be doing tshuva. So what do we do with that? If, if the primary tshuva is right before a person dies, what about that? So the Mara asks this question. The Pasuk of Mishle, the Shlomo Melch, instructs us that your clothing should always be white. And never lack oils from your head. And that's brought down back to back in the same Gemara. After Rebbe says, In that Gemara, we quote that Pasuk of um, your clothes should always be clean, always meaning every day do tshuva. So which one is it? Is, is it the daily tshuva that we want to focus in on? Is it, or is it the the tshuva on the last day? That's right, one that right, right before, uh, right before that final breath. So the maral goes into a little bit of a discussion over here. The Shlomo Melech is talking about the people, he's coming to create a, 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 a different lesson and a different insight into, into tshuva. And we're talking about people that have uh, been who, who have who have done affairs on, on different levels. They have broken uh, negative commandments, they have, they, have, they have violated the prohibitions, and they have failed to perform positive commandments. Someone who does, who, who uh, breaks prohibitions, he does things that he wasn't supposed to do, he is, is, is considered unclean. He's become soiled. He did things he wasn't supposed to do. Don't do this, don't, do, don't eat this, don't, don't say this, don't do this activity. And he did all the things that he wasn't supposed to do. When you actively do things you weren't supposed to do, that creates a certain lichluch, that creates a certain... Um, a certain a certain contamination. However, on the other hand, the other kind of an aver, the other kind of aver, where a person fails to do things that he's supposed to do, 
breaking a positive commandment. Hashem says, do say this, and do eat this, and, 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 and do put these on, and do all these activities, and I fail to do them. I don't eat what I was supposed to eat, I don't say what I was supposed to say, I don't wear what I was supposed to wear. That person, doesn't create a surface contamination, doesn't make him dirty or unclean. I didn't do anything, I just passively failed to do what I was supposed to do. I'm just lacking something. I'm lacking mitzvahs. So the Maral thing is, is, is laying the, the, the groundwork for uh, an interesting idea that he's about to put together. And that is that the damage to the existence of the Jewish being that comes from two different types of areas shows up in two different ways. There's damage to my existence, my essence that comes from breaking negative prohibitions, doing things that I wasn't supposed to do, and there's damage that comes to me from not doing things that I was supposed to do. The damage comes on two different levels. When I violate a prohibition, Hashem said, don't do this, don't eat this, don't go there, and I go there anyway, and I eat it anyway, and I do it anyway. That creates a, 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 a um, soiling of the soul. That gets me dirty. That gets me dirty because I, I I engage in activities I shouldn't have. I'm I'm wearing dirty things. I, I got I splashed mud all over myself. When you do things you weren't supposed to do, whereas if you do didn't do things that you were supposed to do, that doesn't get me dirty and and contaminated and soiled. Can't get dirty from failing to do something. Rather, I'm lacking what I'm what I what I was supposed to be in possession of. I was supposed to be dressed in in a uniform. Dressed was supposed to be wearing. Um, adornments and all dressed up and decked out for the occasion in, in, in um, all kinds of royal and regal garments supposed to look very very good and very nice and my wardrobe is lacking I'm lacking adornments I'm lacking the wardrobe by failing to do the passive commandments and Maral is going to bring this back actually to the Pasuk of Shlomo HaMelech um you bring this back to that pasuk, but this is this is actually the beginning of of a, of a big idea that he's going to be building on, developing further. So I think we will hit the pause button for here, and not to have to digest too many um, big ideas in one morning. I think we already have enough to take into the mikvah for Shabbos Kodesh. So we'll leave it at that. We'll see the Maral next week. We'll see Mir Hashem. We continue on Monday morning. He will continue with this idea to develop this thread further. So meantime, what we saw for this morning, we saw one self-contained idea about the difference between the tshuva that's immediately prior to Petira, the expiration of a person, and the tshuva that's done over the course of a person's life. And again, we see that there is a special tshuva. And did I, I know we started that, but I don't, did I know if we conclude or not. In the Sidurim, there's a special tshuva reserved for a person who is on his deathbed. And that's not the tshuva that we say during, you know, on, on a daily basis. That's not even the tshuva that we say in Yom Kippur. It's a different kind of, it's a different kind of tshuva. And, and that's why you find a special tshuva for the shchid for the person, Rachman al-Islan, who is on his way out, you know, at, 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 at the 120 year mark, because that tshuva has a, a different power to it, a different strength to it, it's, he's in a different place, and the efficacy of that tshuva is, is much greater, being that he is parting ways with the necessary, unavoidable interference. Uh, that was one self-contained idea, and then the, the, we started the next idea, and we'll continue with that next week. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you for joining.